Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to The Sports Cap with Thomas III and Dylan. Happy Monday to everybody out there. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of The Sports Cap. I'm Thomas III. And I'm Dylan. And you're listening to Talk Jive Radio. And um, so the big story, I guess, uh, what we're really talking about more than anything is uh, basketball, high school basketball. Yeah. Um, this is some of the, the funnest time of the year. I mean, I'm, I'm really a, a big football fan. I love watching high school football all the way down to Little League and all the way up through college and whatever. But um, basketball season is a little bit different, especially in Indian country. Um, there's a lot of these schools that have Indian kids on them and, and, you know, the natives really, they really, uh, flock to the, you know, they, they travel well. Right. And you'll see a lot of Indians in the city, um, this past weekend and this, this coming up weekend and, and Tulsa, you know, to go, go, uh, represent for some of them teams. Right. So, um. Some of the games are already over with. Uh, we have some state champions actually crowned already. Yep. And uh, smaller schools. Yeah, and we actually had a situation in I guess Class A. Right. Where um, it was it was coming back to Caddo County regardless. Exactly. So it was uh, surreal versus Fort Cobb for the Class A boys championship. Fort Cobb was actually going for a five p. Yeah, and Fort Cobb actually beat Surreal earlier in the year. I so, think they played like three times. Did they? Yeah, Fort because Cobb win all three. No, uh, back I think forth? I think yeah, it was back and forth because see they're they're in the same like the same district or whatever in area and all right. That. So they they played at least once during the regular season, right? And then that was the championship for the Caddo County tournament. Uh, okay, and then I I believe they might have even met up. In um, area yeah, or whatever, I think, right. I think that Fort Cobb actually beat Surreal. That's right. In area, and then Surreal played their way back, back through the, the losers bracket. The yeah, thing. so um, it's pretty amazing. And you know, they always say it's hard to beat a good team, um, you know, multiple times. Right. The more that you play them, the more they're going to change what change what they're doing and figure out a way to, you know. So if you see a team. Um, a few times and and hopefully that'll be the situation for uh for another team that we're looking at El Reno because right, for sure um El Reno got beat by Carl Albert by uh double digits it was at least 10 mm-hmm. uh, when they played this season and and so that's who they draw first uh you know <laughs> first thing out of the bracket so let's talk about that bracket a little bit the uh the class 5A okay. uh bracket um yeah, uh, you know, Anadarko has Carl Albert. I mean, uh, El Reno has Carl Albert. And th- they always seem to be that thorn in El Reno's side. They've ended El Reno's season quite a few times. Right. That's a- and they're, you know, they're a pretty good team. And sure. somehow they ended up on the east on the east bracket. Mm-hmm. So they ended up playing with the Tulsa area schools. Um, but they ended up in anyway. So, right. So, yeah, so El Reno's going to have Carl Albert. And if they get past Carl Albert um, – you're looking at probably uh, Tulsa Memorial. Oh man! And uh, they they supposedly have some uh, a couple of really good kids, right? Uh, I think they're twins. Yeah. Uh, but um, I don't know. There's some there's some really good teams in six or in five A boys. It's looking like it's going to come down to probably Dell City and Memorial. Yeah. 
that's that's about what it's what it's gonna look like. I actually caught um the Eisenhower El Reno game this past weekend. Oh, okay. And um and El Reno beat him pretty good. They they got a kid that uh, I guess he's a senior, but he's uh I believe he's signed to He's signed to a D one school right now. Nice. He's a big kid. He's I think he's six ten. Wow. Um, shoot the three. Wow. Dunking. I mean, handle the ball, whatever. But um, goodness. Yeah, but uh, he uh, El Reno kind of got in his head a little bit. I think. Right. He picked up a, a couple of fouls. Got in foul trouble real quick. Um, got a technical and mm-hmm. and kind of threw himself off the game. I think the crowd kind of got into his head. The, the student section, you know, that kind of stuff and. Um, so that you know that kid's good, but the the team around him isn't um, isn't very good. They're real athletic, but right as far as skill players, shooters, and and ball handlers and stuff like that, you know, I think El Reno is just one of those teams, kind of like uh, kind of like those Shumpert teams, right. where they're just, just they're just fundamental. They're you know well coached, and they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna do the grimy stuff and grit it out and right. You know, like hard fouls that they need to and you know defense it's going to be physical you know that kind of thing so i mean you never know it's the playoffs you never know what could happen and with a player like like dyson Plumley, right um anything could happen exactly just and, get hot and yeah and i mean you never know i mean because because dyson outplayed that kid man yeah um that kid from eisenhower right he really did he he took over the game blocked a shot a couple times and kind of you know started getting into his head right oh yeah once they decided that it was just him and that was it they just kind of keyed in on right um yeah so big mental aspect to it yeah and so it's going to be interesting to see this is you know el reno this is probably their best chance um last year they had a really good chance but their you know their point guard went down um right during the playoffs Uh, right in the middle of a playoff run and uh and that pretty much just you know that that really hurt him so yeah but the other the other surprise was um, that the El Reno girls made it? Nice. They they actually upset the number one team in five A to make it to the playoffs. Wow! They beat Ardmore. That's and, crazy. Uh, beat them pretty handily. I think it was by double digits. Man. And so and it's crazy because they haven't they haven't been playing that well. Right. I mean they have a lot of talent and you know they made the playoff they made the state playoffs last year. Right. When the boys didn't, mm-hmm. and that was a big surprise to a lot of people and. Um, I, and not and coming into this year, I thought, well, this team is more talented than that team was last year. Right. Uh, they had a lot of girls that were, you know, freshmen, and um, you know, they graduated a couple girls, but they they brought back their their starting center and their starting point guard, you know, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I thought they were gonna uh, have a better regular season than they did. Right. And it was kind of kind of a disappointing season, but. I guess they're putting it together when it when it really matters because they uh, they got some momentum yeah. whenever they beat beat MacArthur on that last second um, tip in right and then turned around the next night and just uh, put it to Ardmore. That's crazy. It's so, a good so, surprise. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so El Reno they're they're gonna come out with Kawita. I would be surprised if if the El Reno girls made a run, but congratulations to them. Yes, for, for sure. For being there, absolutely, and getting that. Um, more that that experience, like for uh, sure. You know, one of their one of their best players, uh, Jalen Ravellis. Mm-hmm. She was starting as a freshman last year. Wow! So she got that playoff experience last year. Right. Come back as a sophomore, and uh, and they actually have another uh, freshman that started this year. Um, I can't remember her name, 
But um, those two girls, uh, they're primary primary ball handlers, right? Um, you know, shooters and stuff like that. Young and yeah, and uh, so they got a, a senior, uh, senior that plays uh, kind of combo guard, uh, point and two, and then and then they have a senior um, uh, center, nice. post player, and a lot of a lot of other girls that you know come in in and out of the rotation. Actually, I have two. Um, Two post players that are seniors, oh, okay. and so they they've got some size. They can push you around, you know. So, um, like I said, it's the it's the playoffs, man. right? And you never know, um, you never know what's gonna happen. So yeah. it's uh, always awesome whenever a school gets the boys and the girls, you know, both in. Yeah, and sure. I don't know, I don't know who who is really like the, uh, I guess the favorites in in five A girls. Yeah. Um, it seems like Eisenhower was pretty good, but I'm not really for sure. Right. But I know Ardmore, you know, Ardmore was the number one team in the – so they're they're still in there. You right. know what I mean? Yep. They came back oh, yeah. into the loser's bracket, so they got prior. I'd, I'd be willing to bet that Ardmore is going to be um, – they're going to be run. on a rampage now. Like, oh, yeah, for After sure. you take a loss like that and you're kind of riding high and you're right there yeah. and, then, just and somebody just kind of whoops your butt and kind of bring you down to – Yep. That might have been – might have been the spark that Ardmore needs to oh, get yeah. back on track. For sure. We say that all the time. Sometimes that's the best thing that can happen to you is just a good whooping like that. So Definitely. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, of course, the other team that we have been following, one of the other teams that we've been following all year, um, Anadarko. Another school with the boys and girls. Yep. Boys and both girls both it. making it. Um, the boys kind of surprised me this year. Yeah, me too. I didn't think they were going to be as good as they did. Um that that win against El Reno, I think, is gonna go a long way. Kind of a morale booster for them. Yeah, well, and and just learning because that's the kind of speed that that they're gonna play. Oh in, yeah. You know, in the playoffs, right? You know, you might not see that speed night in, night out. You know, during the regular season or even in the regular playoffs before state. Right. Once you get to state, it's yeah. the athletes there. It's a, it turns up a level. It does. For and sure. so you know the the teams that they're gonna be playing in state, they're gonna have athletes that oh, yeah. that are similar to what what El Reno brings in that intensity. Right. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Well, so that's a good game to have then. You know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so the girls, they come out. And get Newcastle first round. Yep. Now this is this is an interesting backstory here for sure. So uh, <laughs> let let them know a little bit about this about this backstory. So so yeah. So um, you guys remember Coach Sanders from you know used to uh, coach at Carnegie back in the day when yep. Shumpert did too. I mm-hmm. uh, got these Carnegie ties, of course. But um, you know Coach Sanders at Coach Andarko for all those years. He is now the head coach of the Newcastle Lady Racers, and that's who the Andarko Lady Warriors have first round. So that's always interesting. Now, how many up. how many rings does he have Man, now? I don't know, but he's because pretty decorated. I'm pretty sure didn't <laughs> didn't he win one in Carnegie? I, um, but I know he won a couple in Interdark. Yeah, yep. and then moved on, and, and he, won, he won. I don't know how many. I know he won at least one at Cash. He might have won yeah. more. I know he at least won one. Yep. And then so now he's at uh, he's at Newcastle. Yeah, now he's at Newcastle, <laughs> and he's at, has him in the playoff. Every team he coaches yeah. always has him in the playoffs. I mean, you and, can't you can't deny his his ability, right? And for so sure, it's going it to multiple schools. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. You know, Anadarko has some talent, absolutely, and you know it's it's young talent, mm-hmm. and that's the thing about it. You know, Kaylee Borden, yes, and and Lexi Foreman. How old is Lexi? Are they the same? Are they in the same grade? I think. Are they sophomores? Yeah, I think they're both, I think sophomores. They're both sophomores. And and have both been starting since their freshman year. Yep. And then, um, of course, the three Zen girls. Uh-huh. 
one is a, a junior this year, right. and the other two are uh, the twins are sophomores. Right. So it's and, relatively young. Yeah, that's, I, mean, I mean, that's real young. I mean, they, they still got a chance to make a run next <laughs> right, year. You know exactly. what I mean? Uh, and Kaylee, and if if you haven't watched Anadarko play or haven't seen any any highlights or something, Kaylee Borden, and and I'm kind of biased because right. well, uh, you know I'm I'm related to her. Right. You know, but she's a she's a special player. She's bad, man. She's athletic. She's she's fun to watch. She's gritty. She yep. she she'll get on the ground for a ball or she'll cross you over and leave you laying on the <laughs> ground or hit a three in your face yep. and block your shot. I mean, Just highlight after highlight. Yeah, and she's and she's she's tiny, you right. know like yeah. she's, <laughs> she but she is she's a phenomenal athlete for and sure. um I'd really like to see her get a chance to uh get a chance to win one um that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Yeah, um, they're gonna be playing in Mustang at seven o'clock, and mm-hmm. so um, that's Thursday, of course. Yep, on on Thursday, and so if they win that, then they'll get the winner out of Victory Christian and Fort Gibson. Oh man, Fort Gibson's always it's like that. Always torn, Fort like, Gibson, yes. FTG. Yep, um, it's always <laughs> Fort Gibson. Mm-hmm. On the other side, we have some teams that um, Anadarko is pretty familiar with. Uh, Elgin is going to be matching yes. up against Class and SAS. Oh man! And so that's who that's who the Andarco girls just got through beating, right? You know, to get in was Class and SAS. Yep, and Andarco's kind of had their problems, and with they've Elgin. had their problems with Elgin, and that's <laughs> that's kind of been their, their kryptonite. Yes. Um, I think they've only beat them once in the past two years, right? And so you know, Elgin that that Elgin the Elgin boys and girls are both tough. Oh yeah, for sure they've come um, along for sure. The Elgin boys put a pretty good whooping on El Reno too. Yep. So yep. and that's somebody else you know on the on the boys side mm-hmm. that you know you have Elgin that has both boys both and boys and girls in a lot of that going um, on. Yeah, and that's another team with a lot of natives on it. Right. You know they mm-hmm. got they got some native players on those teams. Man, oh yeah, and, um, pretty good ones too. And so yeah, so on the boys' side, um, Anadarko boys really uh, surprised me. I, I didn't, you know, like I said, I didn't think they were going to be this good. Right. And uh, it's always good to see to see our hometown teams making it. So they're playing Holland Hall. Yeah. I don't think I've ever even heard yeah. of Holland Hall. And I noticed, didn't the Holland Hall girls make it too? Or am I mistaken? I oh yeah. I saw, yeah. Yeah. So they it's did. Just, yeah, but like Holland Hall, I was like, what is? Who is that? You know what? I I bet you that's one of those um, private schools. Uh, it has to be that whenever you win so many in uh, lower seeds as a private school, right? They'll bump you up to a higher class. Uh, okay, that almost so has to be what that's the case why is. that's why Heritage Hall is for a right because they won so many titles and stuff. You know their 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 uh, population or whatever. You know their uh, I don't remember what, whatever yeah, you call the it. The, however many kids is in there. Yeah, enrollment. Yeah. Their enrollment numbers are where they should be, like a two A or a three A school, mm-hmm. but but their success, yeah. so to speak, is kind of yeah, yeah. So I guess that's just kind of their way of um, keeping it a little more even, yeah. But so yeah, Anadarko has Holland Hall, Hall uh, the boys, and they'll uh, actually be at the fairgrounds, yeah, three thirty at the big house. So they actually get to start out at the at the big house, and there's a lot of times they don't they they end up playing that first round at somewhere uh, surrounding gyms, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I remember one time watching Anadarko play whenever we were younger, and the worst dunk I've ever seen, like in it with my own eyes up to that point, like before I'd been to an NBA game or anything uh-huh. like that. There was this dude, Darko was playing, and uh, this dude, Court Newport, got dunked on. 
<laughs> he was trying to take a charge, man, and and this dude raised just, up. I just, mean, legs cocked behind him. Right. He put the ball all the way behind his head. Just threw it down. Yeah, and what, what was so bad was whenever he dunked, his arm was long enough that, like, he got up high enough that he dunked before he touched cord. Right, right. So he, he dunked so, over him. Right. But then swung through and, and, and swung just, th- yeah, <laughs> it was ugly. Man, so, I didn't see that one. I would have remembered it. Yeah, so I, I, must I, have I felt missed bad that about one. that one. It was, uh, <laughs> where were they playing at? They were playing somewhere on the outskirts of Oklahoma City, one of those colleges. Right, You know right, what I mean? It's yeah. usually like UCO or oh, SNU. Yeah. Somewhere or, in there. Yeah, it was somewhere. And I just remember seeing seeing that, and we lost. I was oh, like, oh, man. Poor yeah. cord, man. Yeah, they got beat, so that was a bad deal. So that's like, you know, I've, I've seen – I've seen Anna Darko go through some things. Oh yeah, you yeah. know. No, I remember there, there was the Brandon Weaver game winner. That what 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 was that? Was that like area? Or yeah, that was the area championship. Uh, that was our senior year. Yeah, that was two thousand one. Um, they were playing um, Idabel. Idabel, yeah. Yep. Idabel was the number two team in four A, mm-hmm. and that was Shumpert's first year. Yep. And uh, I remember it was it was it was tough. It was a tough game the whole time. We were sitting there watching, and, and in the warm-ups, these dudes were doing, like, 360s yeah. and windmills and all this kind of stuff, and Show you're sitting up. there like, oh, man, this ain't going to be good. You <laughs> right. know? They had only lost, like, one game all year or two games or something. And so we're sitting there like, oh, man, this is bad. Yeah. And so they come out, they start playing, you know, Darko playing that real scrappy kind of ending ball, stripping the ball, this and that, you right. know. Um, playing good defense, hitting shots and all that. And so it's, it's a close game all the way through. Come down to the the very last play. I think there's like maybe six or eight seconds left, and uh, they inbound the ball to Brandon. Brandon is looking to try to get it to either Javar or Gilbert, uh-huh. who were who were the best shooters. Right. Um, they had both had thirty point games, and if anybody knows anything about Shumpert's teams, it's tough to score thirty points for in a sure. Shumpert team. Um, just for him to let you shoot that many times, right. you have to be yeah. pretty hot, <laughs> you know. So, so yeah, they had both had thirty point games that year, and. Uh, so you could tell Brandon was trying to get it. And Brandon was always a pass first point guard. Right. That's what he did. Even mm-hmm. when he had a wide open shot. And he was good enough to hit shots. He just oh, yeah. didn't shoot, you know. And so he was trying to get it to him. And clock's going down. I think it was one point game. So Brandon takes off. Crosses his player over. Drives towards the basket. And then just stops. Just pulls up right at the elbow. Uh-huh. Pulls up. Takes his shot. And it just looked like slow motion. Yes, it did. I, mean, I remember that. Yeah, it was like the ball just hung in the air. Yeah. And you hear the be- <laughs> the buzzer go off while the ball's in the air. Yep. And you just see it go through. Yep. Mm, swish. Yep. That and was awesome. It was going to the big house. And everybody just – it was crazy. It you know? was. And it was crazy because um, Andrew Dark, I don't remember who they got mashed up with. They got mashed up with a really tough team and got beat that first round. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ida Bell actually ended up um, runner-up yeah. that year because yeah, they played right. their way back in and they ended up runner-up. Yep. But, but, man, there's been some good games. I remember that team with Sheldon Wilson. Yes, We went up there and watched team, that. And, yeah, and uh, they just ran into that buzzsaw that was uh, Douglas. Yes, that, yes, was, uh, Stevie Clark. Yeah, Stevie Clark and yeah. then his uh, his brother that went to play football. Yeah. Um, uh, he was a sophomore at the time. And he that's was right. huge. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Guy, that kid was huge. He went to go play, like, defensive line at LSU or yeah. something. That's how big he was. Yeah, you that's know? right, that's right. Yeah, that was – that was the only time I've ever in my life seen Sheldon Wilson look slow. Yeah, yeah. Stevie was Clark trying to was, play defense against Stevie I'm Clark. I'm telling you, but that, but that kid, he was a 
He was a phenomenal talent. Yeah. Just really hard-headed. Yes, you know what I mean? Just, just couldn't leave the streets alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the extracurriculars yeah. messed up his basketball career. Yeah. That kid was special. Yeah. Uh, man, any other year, Anadarko, that team would have been state champions. Oh, now, yeah. She's running to Stevie Clark. You got yeah. problems. Yeah, that was that was tough, man. Because, I mean, he was shooting – he he had like like Steph Curry range. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. what he had no, he, no, in high crazy. school. He yeah. would pull from anywhere. I, I mean, couldn't was, believe what I was seeing. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty amazing, man. So uh, it was like, uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing these these Indian teams. I mean, it would be crazy if we saw like Anadarko and Elgin match up for the championship. Or, oh yeah, you know what How I mean, crazy like something like be? that. Uh, we actually have. Um, Another Indian team that that will be in the playoffs in three A. Okay, uh, we have a, another team that has uh, both boys and girls in it, and that's Sequoia Tahlequah. Man, and so um, this is one of those teams that uh, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember. A few years ago, they matched up with Riverside in in the big house okay it seems like and i think they had like that. a record crowd because it was so many indians <laughs> I mean, indians that had no ties to the game was just like yeah. oh let's go watch Support, these indians. Yeah. yeah let's go watch these indian teams play and and that's happening a lot it's happening all over um the united states now right you know teams in montana and north dakota and you know arizona yeah, and so new mexico like wyoming team i think yeah wyoming and, you know there's so many of those teams but but yes, Quinn Tahlequah—they're going to uh, match up with Washington at OCU on Thursday at four. Mm-hmm. And so, if they win that, then they'll match up with either Roland or Christian Heritage. That's the girls. Mm-hmm. And then on the boys' side, they'll be matching up against Spyro. Is it Spyro or Spiro? I, I think it's Spyro. I'm not really sure. <laughs> some of these Oklahoma towns. No, I'm telling you, there's some crazy. But yeah, they, they'll have a Spiro or Spyro or whatever, and then. Um, if they win that game, then they'll match up. That'll be at 8.30 at SNU on Thursday. And if they win that, then they'll match up um, on Friday at 8 with the winner of Kingston and Christian Heritage. Mm. And so, uh, you know, that was um, – yeah, we've, uh, we've had some some pretty good games. And like we were talking about earlier, that, that Fort Cobb Broxton Surreal game mm-hmm. – that was, I mean, that was crazy. Oh yeah, to, oh, yeah. I wish I could have went to that one. Yeah, that and one. I was getting, I was getting updates like, and I was, I really debated on just driving up there and right. going, but I was so busy that day. I Hell had like, yeah. you know, little league games and all this kind of stuff. I was running back and forth, and I was right. like, man, I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was pretty amazing to think that, you know, that that these two teams from from Caddo County, yeah, not very far you know, at all, just far. right, just right there, you know, and really. Uh, and there was a lot of teams that made some noise. You know, Carnegie came up one game short. Yep. Um, you know, the season. Carnegie boys, they had a really good season. Um, was disappointed with that, but, you know, that's, a, that's the way it goes. It does. And um, so, yeah, congratulations to all those teams, man, for for making it. And we're going to be definitely paying attention and, you know, bringing all the scores to you next week yes. for all these games. So, you know, yep. I'm, hopefully we'll be bringing some gold balls back to Indian country. Yeah, I hope so. You know, hope that's so. A, that's what I'm hoping for, and we get some good, get some uh, some good games out of it, and everybody comes out healthy and for uh, sure. You know, moving on because a lot of these kids, man, 
um, this is the last time they're ever going to play basketball, right. you know, with the jersey on like that. Mm-hmm. Organized you know? ball, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is it, you know. For yeah. a lot of these kids, the playing mecca. at the next level isn't even um, uh, an option. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Or, you know, how many of these kids are going to go, you know, sign their commitment papers for the armed forces or, you know, uh, a lot of these kids are just – more worried about academics, yeah, you academics, know, have a better yeah. a better future academics wise than than anything else. So, right. So um, yeah, congratulations to all those all those teams, all those kids out there that are still fighting. Um, you know, it's an accomplishment just to get there, uh, just to just to make it to the 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 state playoffs. Oh you know, yeah, because man. there's there's so many teams. How many teams are there in each class? Isn't there like sixty four? Oh at yeah, least? yeah, for sure. Well, besides like, like six A, right? Which you know they have them split up, or right? Whatever, I don't know. And then when you get that's just that, that whole thing's weird. It, it really is. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, to be one of those last eight teams to make it to the state playoffs, it's a big deal, and um, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of benefit powwows coming up. Oh yeah, there, <laughs> there we have the benefit yeah. going <laughs> yeah, up. Be, and then taco sales and uh, benefit powwows galore coming up. So, oh yeah. So real quick before uh, before we run out of time, um, what's up with the Thunder, man? Man, well you know obviously first thing that jumps off the page is the obvious Paul George being out doesn't help any, but yeah. even besides with just not having him, they just look like they're in a funk. And I mean they finally won last night to avoid a five game losing streak, but it yeah. was ugly. Yeah. I mean ended up playing a terrible Memphis team. And that's yeah, that's what's bad is they're losing to bad teams. Yes, you know it's not it's not that bad to lose to a good team, right? And, but but this is kind of this has kind of been the the Thunder's it's, mo. That's the I theme. mean all season it's like let's uh, win nineteen games in a row and then go lose ten in a row. Right, like, right, right. What in it's the not hell? win like, three, lose one. Win yeah, three. yeah, like it's uh, yeah, it's so crazy, the, man. The big blocks. Like, they're the the streakiest team ever, and that's gonna that's scary for the playoffs. No, it is, and I mean, you know, right now they're dead. They're dead tied in third place with the Portland Trailblazers, who they have the head to head on. But man, you don't want to get that five or below because oh. you want that home court, that first round game. You, or, you know what I mean? That first round series, so Man. it's like I don't know. Russ just kind of just doing Russ things still, and I don't know, man. Well, it's, you know, there's a thought process out there that if if the Thunder don't get within the two or three seed, right, that they're better off dropping to the six or the seven, yeah, just to avoid you know avoid Golden State, right, right. But regardless, you're still gonna have to win a series. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if it if it was to if the playoffs started today, who would the Thunder match up with? Uh, let's see. It was looks it like Utah? it'd be. It looked like it would be Utah. Yeah, three versus six. Yep. And that's scary, man. I mean, they we know that they yeah. bounced the Thunder last year, and then yeah, it took double overtime Paul George floater not long ago to beat them. So I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I don't even. I'm trying to look at these top, these eight seat, these eight teams right now in the West, and just every single one of them just scared me. Thinking about a seven game series with them, the way Oklahoma City's so inconsistent. Well, and I think that, I think that Oklahoma City probably scares them the same way, though. Right, because that's exactly, they're so inconsistent. But that's exactly right. Like on the flip side, it's like yeah. when the Thunder are all playing together and they're gelling, they're scary as anybody. And uh, I don't know, out in the East, you know, you already have the Milwaukee Bucks, the only team so far that's officially clinched the playoffs. You know, with their NBA best record, so East is still kind of yeah, it, yeah guys. But it's kind of the same thing how it's been the past few years. The East is kind of 
really top heavy. Yeah, and, then, you know. and, and <laughs> I mean, the Lakers. Oh man, that's... like the, you know, LeBron, you could have done this in Cleveland. It, ex- this oh, is you terrible. Could, he'd been way better off in Cleveland. I mean, it's. I think LeBron's probably a little upset, thinking he was going to get a lot more help. You know what I mean? And but I don't know. It just. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the off season. Yeah, so. got trouble out, out in paradise man. for sure. I don't know. He, uh, I, I think that they're going to have to do something this off season, right? Oh, they're yeah. going to have to make moves. They are whether that's going after KD or going after Giannis or yeah. going after whoever. Yeah, or Kyrie trying to I mean, trying a lot. to draft somebody, jumping up, trying to get Zion. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like. I don't know what they're going to do, man, because that's a bad team. It really is. It's a bad team. It's a bad fit. I really – I don't know. I don't know what the hell Magic's doing. Yeah, I don't either. It's starting to be kind of a bad look out in L.A., though. Yeah, it's like – they're like, no, he's got a plan, he's got a plan, he's got a plan, and then uh, and now they're just like jumping shit. Right? Yeah, it's just like yeah. they're just they're just done with it. Yep. So. And they are under a spotlight too out there in L.A. I mean, yeah, it's... definitely. <laughs> a lot of those, a lot of those really name brand teams are are bad right now. Yep. Um, you know, the Knicks are talking about really making a run at a lot of people in the off season. Yeah. They... Um, there's a chance that that KD could end up there. He's yep. the East Coast guy. For sure, uh, try to build something there. Yep, that's what I'm. I'm just convinced that that's KD's whole deal. Is like you know he's got that kind of, he kind of has that look that well he had to go somewhere and join a super team to win. And now I think he's kind of thinking, now I want to kind of try to go out and this to be my team and to do it. You know what I mean? How likely do you see a KD Kyrie situation in be, New York? I, I could see it happening, man. I, I think, really I think could. that that could be a really dangerous team. Just I, those two. Oh, I do too. Because they'll get they'll get some real players around them. You never know. They're both some damn weirdos too. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Kyrie yeah. thinks the earth is flat. Yeah. Man. <laughs> He's out there, man. Yeah, hey, for sure. I don't know. KD is very questionable himself. So I'm telling there's you. Some, there's some things. Here's some things. But, uh, hey, that's going to do it for the Sports Cap. Thank y'all for joining us tonight, man. Y'all come back out next week, same time, same place, Talk Jive Radio, every Monday at 530. That's right. The Sports Cap. All right, for everybody here at Talk Jive Radio, for Dylan, I'm Thomas III. Same. Peace. Peace.